Welcome to the Ray Infinity Show podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Ray, and this is episode number 86. Now, this is my second episode since being permanently banned from YouTube. So, like I said, guys, my podcast, any I can't even will not be on YouTube. I can't even create another channel to do it like that. So you just I just can't. It's not my fault. I'm just not allowed to, which um to still to this day, been like over a week now. I have no idea why I was banned. Don't even know which episode I I that that got me banned. I don't even know what I did in that ep- in, in whatever video I did got me banned. So who knows? Like first they said I was inciting violence, and then they said um oh it was bullying and harassment. So yeah, that clearly tells me some nonsense is going on right there. So yeah. So uh, what I'm gonna be mainly doing, so what I'm gonna be doing from now on uploading my my videos to rumble like i'm doing my show live here on rumble i've been doing that for a while now but the show will ex- will basically be a rumble podcast now i'll still be uploading it to the podcast platforms and it'll be on twitter as well and sometimes facebook i'll try to get get it on facebook as much as i can as i possibly can because facebook is a is very strict too some somewhat similar to youtube maybe not as but it's very very close too though so yeah, I, I'm I'm still right here for most part. Gonna say pretty much whatever I want to say. Like I I because I on YouTube I was very restricted in what I said. I had to self censor a lot, which got on my nerves. You have no idea how much that happened. But with me now being on Rumble, I'm not I'm not on YouTube anymore. I can say whatever I want to say now, which I love that. Like there's so much stuff that I wanted to say on my my show before that I wouldn't wouldn't have been allowed to say on because I was on YouTube. I didn't want to risk being banned. Well, they permanently banned me, and I still to this still have no idea why. Don't even know which episode it was. So, yep. So, I'm so for right now. The podcast is a Rumble podcast. Also, not only will I occasionally, not only will I upload it to Facebook, Twitter, and all the other podcast platforms. Occasionally, I'm a, I might might start uploading my podcast up to up to Bitchute again. I did it before. I stopped it for a while because I got tired of just having to like um edit my videos down because like um bitshoot only allows you to upload videos that are like two gigabytes or less and my my videos are always longer than than that so i always had to edit them down that's why i stopped doing them but because of this i might actually i might start doing that again i i don't know when but i i don't know if i will or when i do it but i might i might try to start doing that again because like so my word in my podcast can get out there to more and more people so and also so it can grow as much as it possibly can so yeah and also this video is also live on twitch too i forgot to mention that so that's good another good thing i like twitch don't get nearly as many viewers on there but you still get at least something so yeah All right, guys. Before we get into the main t- into the topics here today, make sure to go to the go to the Ray Studios merchandise store at spring.com. Spring.com, the Ray Studios merchandise store. Have everything from t-shirts, hoodies, bottles, mugs, all of that. A whole bunch of fun merchandise right here. Some pretty fun and hilarious stuff down here as well. Pre- I got I've had logos from the previous episodes of the Ray Infinity Show podcast, and I also got some uh, an Ultimate MAGA shirt, which I still love. This one, no one's come to, has gotten any yet, but I still love it. I also got Biden Fetterman 2024 shirts. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's pretty hilarious. Probably should have put um, Biden Fetterman 2024. It's a no brainer. So yeah, I probably should have done that, but yeah. 
Also, I got O'Rourke Abrams 2024 merchandise right here, a, a shirt with that. That is also hilarious. So you guys should go check that out because I love a lot of this stuff right here. It's pretty fun. So make sure to, guys, link is in the description below to spring.com to the Ray Studios merchandise store. Make sure to go check it out. Okay. First topic, first topic we are going to be getting into here today. As you guys know, with Elon owning Twitter and stuff like that, we know it's got a very, very controversial because like um I haven't done a video on it yet, but um like a lot of the files that um Elon has released from Twitter since he took over as um as the head of it. Really, really a lot of stuff that he's released. Like when he talked when he released the files about um Vijdaya, Vijdaya, I forget I don't know how you say her name properly, but the one she's the one who went on Joe Rogan's podcast with um Jack Dorsey and Tim Poole. And basically, Tim Tim destroyed her and Jack on that on that episode. One of my favorite episodes of the Joe Rogan Experience ever. I love that episode. And we the files that Elon released it showed that she was the one one of the people the pe person that approved the censoring of the Hunter Biden laptop story. That the FBI came to them and they and they agreed to like um censor that censor that not let anyone share it. Basically, until after the election. When, even though it was proven to be true. And the Hunter Biden laptop story was labeled as Russian misinformation by the FBI. reason is because they knew it would hurt Biden in, in the election. That's why they did it. And they knew that um, it was going to be leaked because, like, um, um, Rudy, Giul Rudy Giuliani, Giuliani, Giuliani like, um, they were monitoring him on his phone because someone at the FBI leaked it to him. And when they, because they were tr um, monitoring him because they saw it on his phone, they immediately went to not just Twitter, but all these other social media companies and told them that there was going to be Russian misinformation. Like, like Zuckerberg even admitted it when he went on the Joe Rogan experience a few months ago. So that tells you a whole lot right there as well. So, yeah. So I'm going to bring into this article right here, This um, one of this newest things from the Twitter files. So, yeah, this is something I really, really think is interesting right here. This comes from the New York Post. <laughs> Latest Twitter files show FBI repeatedly grilled executives about state propaganda. Yep, you clearly see where this is going. Like they're getting all – they were trying to get these people to like push more propaganda – push more propaganda and censor a lot of the other conservative um, stuff that they did not want there because they knew anything like the Hunter Biden laptop story or anything else would have changed things for Biden, would have made it worse for him, would have hurt him, and then would have helped Trump more because more people would have voted for Trump and fewer people would have voted for Biden. It's like with the Hillary Clinton emails. Like um, th what happened was like um, they didn't, they were so shocked that, um, that, Hillary, that Hillary lost and that Trump won because they were all convinced Hillary was going to win. And like um, after Hillary lost, like the, the media immediately came after all these social media companies because like they they said, this is your guys's fault. You allowed Trump to bypass the media and go directly to the people. So what they had to do is like they had to start make, getting them to start start censoring a whole censoring a whole lot of stuff, which turned a lot of things um, to the opposite side. So, yeah, it was getting pretty, pretty interesting right after that. So, yeah. Like Trump winning was was a great thing that happened, but at the same time, it also him winning also made the establishment the all these um systems that hate America, all the elitist type of people, made them start coming after us more and more because they knew because Trump was an outsider and because and they and because they hated him, they all thought Hillary was going to win and she would have been their puppet or at least someone who would push their agenda. But they didn't expect Trump to get in there because Trump was an outsider and was going against their agenda. So they were shocked about that. So, like, right when that happened, they immediately went after him. 
Like they were trying to go after him during the 2016 election, but it didn't work because people weren't buying it because Trump was bypassing the media and just using the social media to get directly to the people. That's what allowed him to win. So, yeah. Get this. I'm going to read the article. Second, second, trying to bring this up. Okay. Okay. Here here we go. The FBI repeatedly grilled Twitter Twitter executives about the state propaganda on the social media platform in the summer of 2020, insisting that the company provide more information about safety enforcement according to the latest Twitter files. Hmm. So they were trying to get them to push more and more of this nonsense right here. Mm-hmm. The agency's Foreign Influence Task Force, which deals with cyber threats, no coincidence there, interrogated Twitter and its reporting about official state media actors' use of the site. According to Twitter and unearthed by independent journalist Matt Tabia, Tabby, Tabby, I don't know if I'm saying that right, in which he dubbed the Twitter files supplement Sunday night, supplemental Sunday night. Mm -hmm. San Francisco FBI agent Elvis Chan pressured former Twitter trust and safety chief Yal Roth, as you guys know, the, the main the main guy who was on the run, <laughs> for more for more information about the how they prevented bad actors from using the platform. According to screen grabs of email co- correspondence posted by Tabia, um, like I said, I'm botching that name. Chan was not satisfied with Twitter's indication that it had not observed much recent activity activity from official propaganda actors on your platform, the email show. So basically people who they say were propaganda actors, but really weren't. That's what this is leading to. Like they were la- labeling people who had influence, but just but labeling them as, as propaganda. Just like how they labeled the Hunter Biden laptop story. You see where this is going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Roth, in return, commented on the persistence of the agency, stating that he was perplexed by the probating inquiry. Hmm. I'm frankly perplexed about the request here, which seems more like something we'd get from a congressional committee than the bureau, he said in an email to his team. (laughs) Yeah. Roth added that he had not particularly comfortable with the Baru and by extension, the intelligence community demanding written answers. Like anyone who was not going with their agenda, they were, they immediately told them they were propaganda or at least to treat them like propaganda. Rod, uh, oh wait, I just said that. In another email, Roth said he felt the FBI's line of questioning was flawed since Twitter had clearly acknowledged that official state propaganda is definitely a thing on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In another email, Roth said he felt the FBI's line of questioning was flawed since Twitter had clearly acknowledged that the official state propaganda is definitely a thing on Twitter. So they were going to, so literally anything that they disagreed with was propaganda to them. That's the way I'm, I don't know about you guys, but that's just the way I'm taken from it. That's just my opinion. The FBI said that its request to the social media platform was a was normal procedure for the agency. No, it's not. You're the only reason you're going after them because you saw this can influence your your what you're where you're doing or anyone that's whether they're voting or anything else or whether their opinions or anything else. You are going after you're targeting that because you see this as a threat to your agenda. That's how you guys are treating this. At least that's how I'm viewing it. Maybe I'm viewing it differently, but that's just my opinion. 
The FBI regularly engages with private sector entity, entities entities to provide information specific to the identifi identified foreign malign influence actors, subver subversive and unclared convert or criminal activities, the agent told Tabia. So anything that so anyone who was so anyone who you thought were was political propaganda or some um, controlled state operative, whoever anyone who is against you, you're you're targeting them. Get them removed. Like because it's just like anyone any like just like with the Nazis, anyone who even though there was no social media back then, but anyone who who. All right, that's working, guys. Sorry, yeah, sorry about that, guys. My like, my like I said, my audio always messes up. There's nothing I can really do to, to prevent that from happening. So yeah, like I said, uh, I until I get more better technology, I I don't. That's just gonna keep happening. So like I said, I'm sorry that happened. But like I but like what I was saying was, but this is what I was this is what I was saying right here. Like with the Nazis, anyone they saw as a threat or anyone they didn't like, they immediately took them out. Whether they took, whether they imprisoned them, murdered them, or sent them to a concentration camp, they're this basically and the FBI is taking a line out of their pocketbook. That's what they're doing, out of their book, I should say. And like um, and what, but instead, but right now we're at least not to the concentration camp part or murdering part yet. Where right now we're at the banning stage right now, trying to censor them or tell them that they're bad people. So. Who knows how long it's going to be till we get to that? I, I hope it's much longer to much longer road for that. So, yeah, like I said, things will probably get out of hand again. Who knows? But yeah, I just hope things work out for the best. I don't want anything, any more bad stuff happening or anything like that. So, yeah. All right, let's move on to the next topic here today. We're gonna stay on the on. We're gonna stay on tw on Twitter as well because this is another interesting thing. As you guys know, Elon on Twitter, ever since he bought it, he's put out a bunch of, let's just say, polls, interesting things to decide what to do. Like um, when they un like when he unbanned Trump from Twitter, um, he reinstated his account. He put out a poll asking people if he should reinstate him, and people voted to reinstate him. A lot, and the media went after him for that. A lot of people went after him for that. I believe, and I believe there's a few other things I forgot at the top of my head that he put polls at polls up and had them people to, to vote on them to decide what happens. And it was really interesting. And today, today we have another one that e another poll Elon put out on Twitter. I'm bringing this up right here because you guys are going to find this pretty interesting. And I'm bringing this article up from Forbes. Mm hmm. Elon Musk just um, started a poll asking whether he should step down as head of Twitter. <sighs> oh my God, Elon, why did you have to do this? You should have stayed, at least stayed till after 2024 to make sure people at least get a fair stake at what happens. You should have at least done that. And he put a poll out because like I'm um, because of all the backlash he's been getting. Like Elon said, he, it's so dangerous that he can't even do signings anymore. At least because because of how it, because of death threats against his life. It's gotten literally that crazy because because people are so against free speech 
and like they want censorship so bad, they will literally um threat send death threats and elite, maybe even try to uh, to assassinate um someone that is trying to promote free speech or or like um free thinking. They're so desperate, and this is what they're doing to Elon. And Elon, um, he put out a he, like I said, he just put out put this poll out um to ask whether or not he should step down as the head of Twitter. And let's relook at this. Elon Musk just did the unthinkable. You you got that right. He left his future at Twitter in the hands of his followers and the rest of us. Sure did. A new Twitter poll asked whether he should step down as the head of Twitter. As of this post, the votes are running in his favor at 57% saying no, he should stay, stay and 43% saying he should step down. In just a few minutes, the votes are already approached 700,000. Let's take a look at right here. Uh, let's take a look. Uh, I'm bringing the, I'm bringing this up right here. Give me one second. Um, I'm bringing, let me bring this up before I go back to the article. This is the current, um, current, um, post at the moment. Uh, look at this right here. Mo, right. This is the, what the, right now, 56.5% of people saying, yes, he should step down and 43.5% saying, no, he should not step down. And he says, I should I, and he says, should I step down as the head of Twitter? I will abide by the results of this poll. So far, with eight hours left and 9.3 million people voting, majority of people are, don't want him there. A lot of these radical leftists, because Twitter's, whether anyone likes it or not, is still full of leftists. Most of them are leftists. And that, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to like him, they want him to step down. That's what they want to do. So, like, like I said, and like, and and look what Hog Hodwin, the Hodwin twin, said. This poll will definitely catch the bots, and that's an understatement right there. They are desperately, desperately trying to um get Elon away from Twitter. They don't want him there. But why Elon would do this, I have no idea. I literally have no idea why he would even want entertain doing this. So yeah, oh Robert F Kennedy Jr. He even talked about. He even um said something. Stand up for free speech. The First Amendment needs you. Oh, my God. <laughs> this guy's clearly a bot right here. So, yeah. Wait, wait. Oh, my God. He put his pronouns in his bio. That tells you something right there. Oh, and then he says, like, um, comics and horny posting. Horny posting. Okay. Okay. Okay, whatever. So, yeah. It says, no, don't step down. Winter is coming, says, I you I really used to admire you. Not now, not so much. And look what he and look the quartering, Jeremy from the quartering, who I'm a big fan of, says, please don't step down, but maybe add some help. I think your gut is right far more than it's wrong on stuff, but you need a nice little inner circle, like a board of advertisers. There's a there is so much more potential on Twitter. I think it's hard to prioritize right now. So yeah. Liz, like a lot, I think I think Elon should just stick with what he's doing right now because, like, for the most part, he's actually doing great. For the very most part, yeah. Oh my God, look at all these bots right here. Uh oh, oh, hmm. Look what Luke said right here, Luke Radowski. He says, two hours before the poll closes, he will announce a successor that will freak everyone out." I, I'm curious who that will be. I am very, very curious. And Steph, this person says, and his name is that re, is Donald J. Trump. Yeah. 
Like this is some real interesting stuff right here. <laughs> like look at all these people right here. <sighs> right. Clearly a lot of these are people are bots right here. A lot of them are. So I don't know if I necessarily believe believe this poll is legitimate. As a matter of fact, I don't even think it is legitimate. So yeah. But like right now, let's get back to the um, the article from Forbes. It's like at this moment right now, it looks like um Elon, the poll is gonna swing into like Elon stepping down as, as saying they want Elon to step down from as the head of Twitter. So that's gonna be a scary th a thought. Censorship may come back to Twitter. So yeah. Well, he'll still own it. He just won't be the main man running it. So, yeah. Yeah. And, like, and <clears throat> handing over the decision to the masses is a bold move. Oh, yes, it is. Musk said in the poll that he will abide by the decision of the voters. For most of us following his antics at Twitter over the last few weeks, this is one of the strangest and wildest moves he has ever made since he is suggesting he would actually step down from running the company if we all vote for him to do that. Most of those people that are doing it are bots, and it's clearly obvious that's what's going on. It's also a sign of massive ego. Oh, that undeniable. A lot of this is Elon's ego. Like, he's trying to be funny right here. Like, like I said, he has a, a really fun sense of humor that he's just trying to, like, troll the leftists with. Like he's actually, I will he actually abide by it? I don't necessarily know about that. I truly don't know. It's like it's going to be pretty pretty interesting in the future. Who knows what's going to happen? Mm -hmm. Regardless of how this turns out, asking him to to asking people to keep him in office and saying he will agree to whatever happens means he must be extremely confident, or is he not? Maybe he's just doing this as a joke. Who knows? I, I I'm really curious why he's even doing this. I don't know. We also don't know if he can tweak the outcome and even change the voting since we don't have access to any of the mechanics and this is not an official election. So like, yeah, there's no voter ID. <laughs> there's no, there's probably harvesting a bunch of these people that are, a bunch of these accounts that are voting for him to step down are probably bots. I, I believe the vast, vast majority of them are actually bots. So yeah. I also wonder how this also this is possibly given the fact that Twitter and Elon Musk have, must have account have some accountability to investors and those who work at the social media firm. They have to have some accountability, and probably the investors and advertisers are pretty angry with Elon. They probably do want him to step down, so maybe that could possibly be it. Maybe he's just trying to make sure Twitter can keep making some money. I don't know. I, I hope so, but who knows what could happen. Mm -hmm. Musk knows his followers will come to his rescue. Yeah, they have been, but the vast majority of people that are voting in that thing are bots. So how do you know? You, there's no way you can like um, win that. There's just no way you possibly can. Maybe in the last few minutes, maybe in the last few minutes of this column, the vote will swing wildly against him, and now is is at roughly 50-50. A few minutes later, and the voting is now at at 52% in favor of him stepping down. There are now a million votes. Well, now it's at um fifty six percent one are voting for him to step down with nine point three million voting to for voting in it. So, yeah. What this means is that the pro Elon Musk crowd noticed this tweet right away, and the poll is making its way out to the masses, meaning outside of his one hundred twenty two million followers. Vast majority, majority, major, the vast majority of these are bots. I can already tell. 
you'll never convince me otherwise that I'm, most of them are not bots. I'm just telling you that right now. <laughs> I've never seen anything like this before. So, yeah. Us seems to come up with ideas in our spur and in, in the spur of the moment, likely from a from a luxury suit in Quartar where he watched w- watched the World Cup. Maybe he asked people traveling with him if he, if he should conduct the poll, and they told all told him it was a smart move. Maybe he is by himself. Who knows? What maybe the the investors or advertisers told him to, or maybe the elitists told him to. Who the other elites? Who knows? Like. I don't. I truly don't know. I, I want to know what's going on right here. Uh, yeah. Either way, it's ridiculous to run a poll about his own position. Here's what we do know: Musk would have a hard time letting Twitter fall into the hands of anyone else, considering he still owns the company. It would be like Henry Ford agreed to let someone else run the aut- automaker in the early days, or Steve Jobs in his prime at Apple or Jeff Bezos at, at Amazon, or President Trump allowing um, someone else to, to lead while he was president of the United States. In other words, unlikely. For some reason, I just don't, I, I, for some reason, I can't see Elon actually agreeing to step down from doing that. I just can't see him doing that. I don't, I think he's, he could be trolling right here. He could be trolling. Even if Musk did step down, he would likely still run the show from behind the curtain. Oh yeah, he would. Or was he hacked? That is doubtful. Yeah, that is truly doubtful. I highly doubt he was hacked right there. I'll post an update in the morning after the poll ends about 11 hours from now. Right now, the yes, he should step down votes are running about 54% with 1.3 million votes. Fascinating stuff. Yeah. it. Yeah, guys, like, I don't know. I don't even know why. Like I said, whether it's advertisers, investors, elitists, or the other elites, I should say. I don't know what what they're trying to do right here. I I don't know. Are they that desperate? Are they that mad that Elon is um doing this? Who knows? I I for some I hope Elon does not step down at least for right at least for the moment he shouldn't step down because like I still want free speech to be to last on Twitter. And if this happens where he steps down, yeah, who, who knows? Like it's gonna get it could get pretty ugly. Like the other leftists, they why are they doing this? So the the other leftists, they want him to step down because they want censorship back. Because like if they let uh, if they let the right wing conservative a message get out there, their their identity gets gets some um, disparage. Like literally, they could affect um swing other people from voting or sway their opinions on certain things. So yeah, that is a threat to these leftists and the elites. That's why they are so desperately trying to get Elon out of there. Why? The Bi- why the DOJ is cons- in the Biden administration are looking to investigate Elon. They're looking to investigate him because they realize he's a threat to their agenda. So that's why they're targeting him. Same difference. That's why the, the same th- thing with Trump. They targeted Trump because he was a, he's a threat because he was a threat to them. That the DOJ recent well, I should, my, my mistake. The um, well, the DOJ thing that did happen where they're um, bringing criminal charges to Trump, but the January 6th committee is also looking to bring charges to Trump. So, like, and they still, like I said, they still cannot prove that Trump incited that violent that incited what happened on January 6th, but the media still um, goes along with it to make it seem like he is. So, yeah. So yeah, I'll I'll be mon- monitoring this poll until it ends. So to to give you guys an idea what happens, 
I hope things work out. I I just hope Elon does not step down. Well, even if he did, I'm like I said, the, like what like what said in the article, he probably would still be running it behind the scenes. So, yeah, uh, it, it's going to get pretty interesting going forward. So yeah. And speaking of Trump, like I just mentioned him, I'm going to bring in an article from Breitbart that I read today. We're moving on to the next and final topic for today. For today. Mm-hmm. Let me bring, pull this up right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like I said, this is an article from Breitbart. Santa's v. Trump polls mean nothing until campaign begins. As you guys know, like um, there's been a civil war going on in the Republican Party between Trump and DeSantis. It's clearly obvious. The establishment Republicans are backing DeSantis and a lot more MAGA people and like um, pro-patriotism, or at least more people that were on board with Trump are backing him. And but even some, but also not even not all the, the establishment is backing DeSantis, not just the establishment, I should say. But there is a lot of like, um, how should I say, like a lot of people who have moved to DeSantis because like maybe because Trump is too much of a hassle or maybe they don't think he has a, a chance of winning in 2024 because of a lot of things. Not just because of the election fraud that happened in 2020, but um, be, because but also but also because of what happened on January 6th and how the media is going to portray it. Like, it's going to get pretty interesting right here. Mm-hmm. One day, we get a poll that shows Governor DeSantis beating former President Trump in a potential GOP primary um, by 23 points or 14 points or 5 points. The next day, we get a poll that shows Trump beating DeSantis by 18 points. Here's my opinion. Here's what I think is going to happen. Is, is, is what happened. And I'm going, and I'm going to take taking some stuff from Milo. When Milo went on Tim Pool's show a few weeks ago, not the Kanye episode, but when he went on Tim Pool's show by himself a few weeks beforehand, Milo said that um, DeSantis is almost as popular as Trump in some parts of Florida. But if you ask them to choose, they will go for Trump immediately because um, because they love Trump more. Well, they love Trump more as, as the president and they want DeSantis to stay as the governor in Florida. That's just how it is. Like, I actually kind of agree with him on that. But Here's another thing that I've been thinking about. Like the more, like because of what happened after, because of what's been happening these last couple years with the inflation and how bad the Biden administration has been with the gap and gap and Afghanistan withdrawal, the inflation, the um, the Russian Ukraine war. I've been saying like um, Trump would would win. He's going to win in 2024 if he runs. And yeah, and then like um. He announced he was running um, after the midterms. After it was a disappointing midterms. For obviously, like obviously, if you look at Arizona, you saw what happened. The election, the fraud, the election, mach- the machines that, ha- that 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 were counting the votes, they all shut down mysteriously at the same time in Maricopa County, dispersing seventeen thousand voters. Yeah, and so you can clearly see what's going on right there. And plus, with the machines there that um didn't count ballots, or with um that video that came out, I believe it was at Maricopa County as well, where that person said you can't vote here unless you're voting Democrat, like literally, because they said them something was going on with the machines and stuff like that. But um, if you vote Democrat, it'll be counted. You can vote here. That's what they said. And like you clearly tell what's going on in Arizona. They were so desperately trying to get make sure Carrie Lake didn't win the election, and she did. But yeah. As a matter of fact, she's actually going. I believe there's going to be a trial about it, about this, in about a, about a week or two, or something like that. So it's going to get pretty interesting right there. 
but back to what, but, but back to Trump. What I was saying about Trump. At, at, it was the moment that um, Nick Fuentes, Kanye, and Milo went to that dinner with them. Like you've heard different stories. Like um, Trump was just expecting to meet with um with with Kanye, and Kanye asked um Trump if he could bring a guest, and Trump said sure, and he brought Milo. And Trump and Milo have not spoken in a long time, but Milo also brought Nick Fuentes as a, his own guest. And Trump didn't know Nick Fuentes. And that entire dinner was a, basically a screaming, like the, Trump was yelling at, at them because Kanye asked Trump to be his VP in 2024. Because like um, Trump already, even though Trump already announced he was running for president in 2024 about a weeks beforehand. So clearly it pissed Trump off. Like, and as you guys know, Nick Fuentes is like one of those crazy, one of those crazy people. Same thing with Milo. A lot of people, a lot of he with a lot of this with how Nick is um set with what a lot of stuff that Nick says. Yeah, you can clearly see why um a lot of people don't like that, and even a lot of Republicans and conservatives are angry about that. And once that happened, once they all went to that dinner with Trump, the media went and gaslighted it, uh, and like, oh my God, it turned into like this never-ending ruckus. And after that happened, I said this, because of the way the media is portraying this, I don't think Trump can win in 2024. I just don't. Like, if this hadn't happened, I think he would have won. But because of this now, oh, my God, there's no way Trump can win because uh, because of how because of who Nick Fuentes is and because of who Milo is and because of what Kanye has become now. There's some, yeah, I don't even want to get into Kanye because I don't want to make the stream about Kanye. But as you guys know, it's been getting wild, wild. And like, I know someone, I won't say who he is, but this, who this is, but told me that, um, that it won't matter. I think people are overreacting to it. That's what he told me. And I said, I don't, I don't buy it. I, this is gonna, this is good. This is something that damaged Trump. Like Milo even like what, from what I heard, at least I believe I heard that a Milo wanted to get revenge on Trump for something. I forgot exactly what it was. And this is his revenge, making sure Trump cannot win in 2024. And I think he succeeded. And I truly th do think he did because I, I, Trump has no chance because of this. Even with Biden running, he still has no chance to do this. I just don't think he can. Yeah. And then, like, I'm um, a few days ago, what the icing on like uh, the icing on the cake that Trump cannot win in 2024 now is that um trading card thing he announced. Like Trump was building this big announcement up, like this big big announcement. Whatever it was, it was making it out to be big. Like there were some theories that he was going to announce his running mate or announce something else, like who or someone he was endorsing or whatever. Who knows what it was? And the big announcement was he had some trading cards that makes him look like a, a, a superhero trading card thing. I believe it was some NFT stuff who was involved with it. I didn't read entirely into it, but I saw some of it and I was like, okay, come on, man. You got to be kidding me. That was just the icing on the cake. Trump has no chance to win in 2024. I'm angry about that. And like whoever is like the, the marketing company behind this, like the whoever's helping Trump, trying to help Trump, who is with his campaign, is it's almost like he's intentionally trying to make sure Trump cannot win. And like and I think he's also helped put the icing on the cake. My, that dinner with Kanye Milo and Nick Fuentes was to was made sure he wouldn't win and like was 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 gonna stop him from winning. And this um and this some um, thing that this um trading card announcement, even though it was built up to be some big announcement, it was just trading cards that was just they was going to be selling. That was the icing on the cake. That just confirmed that he has no chance of winning, and that's angry to me. I'm very, very, very angry that that happened, because now we're going to have to deal with four more years of Biden after this.
Because see, Biden's running in 2024. That's pretty obvious. Newsom's not going to run. He's already said he's not. And like, it's going to get wild right here. And as you guys know, with the Republican side, you know, like I'm um, Trump. The mo- if you just heard this, like Trump was announced he was running in 2024 because he was a former president, because he was the, the president at a time. He should easily be the Republican nominee easily. He should easily do it, win it. But because of all the stuff that's been going on now, it's pretty clear that there's going to be a Republican primary for 2024. That is completely obvious with what's going on right now. Like you hear that, like you hear rumors that um, John, I believe it's John Bolton, that he's going to be running because because he's got angry about um, that dinner Trump had with Kanye, Nick Fuentes, and Milo, and like John Bolton, who is um this some um, warmonger, as you guys know, Liz Cheney probably will too, Nikki Haley probably will too, Chris Christie probably will too, and like um, and DeSantis probably will too, because like DeSantis like um. Um, raise at least $200 million. And that's an old number, I believe. He's probably a lot more by now. Like, it's going to get pretty wild right here, guys. Like I was saying beforehand, I want Trump to run in 2024 because I and then DeSantis in 2028 because I would rather have um, 12 years of conservatism than just four years, four, four years or even eight years. Is so because it, it's just mathematically, that's just math, mathematically what you would want to do. But and maybe even have DeSantis be Trump's VP in 2024. Like I still thought that's a possibility, but because of this, but because of this Republican rivalry that um the, the establishment in the media has started, I don't think DeSantis would be his VP now. I just don't see that happening. I I truly do not see anything like that happening, and things are just going to get more crazier as we go forward right here. Like. <laughs> DeSantis, I'm almost positive he is going to run now. Like I said, he's raised $200 million, more than it at least. And someone raising $200 million is not is going to run for president. He's not just running for governor. And he destroyed the governorship too. He, he well, I'm not saying he was a terrible governor. I mean, he was a he was he's easily the best best and most popular governor in the country. What I'm saying is like um he destroyed um Charlie Crist in that election. So yeah, you can it's getting you clearly see what's going on right here. And plus, he was going all over the country trying to make. I'm um, raising that money, so and he wasn't just raising the money in Florida. He was raising it across the country. You don't do that if you're not running for president. You're doing that because um you're going to run for president. And I said beforehand, before this Kanye Denier that Trump had, that um if DeSantis run ran, he would have zero percent chance in a primary against Trump. But because of this, this dinner and this um this um terrible announcement Trump made about these these trading cards, DeSantis has a real shot. Like maybe tr- maybe Trump would still win the the nominee, but he would have no chance of winning the presidency. Like, um, is Trump or DeSantis more electable? That's what I want to know. Like, from what I've been seeing, and plus and plus um I think DeSantis is more electable now. I I hate I don't want to say it, but that's just what it is. Like. Like I said m- many more times, DeSantis is a is a younger version of Trump. They have the, have the same attitude and mag- magnetism. Well, they have the same personality pretty much. The only difference is DeSantis does not say a bunch of wild, crazy things. Trump does. Like I said many times, I as I'm a great Trump, I'm a big Trump fan. But even but I but I've said he said many things in the past that he should not have said. And DeSantis, he wouldn't do anything like that. He knows what to and to not say. So you can clearly see where this is going right here now. You clearly see it's bringing up a rival. It's going to start. I I don't know when DeSantis will announce it, but 
I'm almost positive he's going to announce he's going to be running for president anytime soon. He's going to be in the, and then he's going to be running in the Republican primary. Like um, Ben, like Ben Shapiro, even though I've law, I've been um, like um, not paying much attention to Ben Shapiro for obvious reasons. He even said like he thinks Trump may have um um, um announced too early, and then he announced that um oh he announced bad candidates and now announced announced this announced that like um then he's been going away from a lot of things. So yeah, I it's been, it's pretty weird, guys. It's pretty yeah. I I don't know where this this is where whatever happens, it's gonna be. It's going to be getting wild and crazy. Like the media is in the leftist, they're going to be eating this stuff because they want a rivalry between Trump and DeSantis because it would tear the party apart and the conservatives apart and they would make sure they would win. That's what's going to happen, guys. I am almost, almost positive that is what's going to happen. So, yeah. May, now, maybe if um, DeSantis runs in 2024, he has a chance. I've, I've thought about that before. He probably would have the best chance, but. He should probably wait. He might as well wait till 2028 anyway, regardless, because I don't think anyone can get past Biden because for whatever reason, even though Biden's poll numbers are terrible, he can't he seems not to be able to lose like people voted for him. People voted for him. And it looks like many more people are still going to vote for him because my generation is indoctrinated. That's just what's going on. Like they all voted for Fetterman, too. So in Fetterman, Biden, you if if people are willing to vote for Biden or Fetterman, people who have cl two people who have clearly, clearly big cognitive issues, and they're willing to vote for them still, just because they don't want Trump or Republicans or conservatives winning, you clearly see where this is going. Like, so maybe 2024 is already a lost cause because I I was building I was getting some hope that 2022 was going to be a, a rebounce year from 2020, and it wasn't actually. There was no red wave or red tsunami except outside of Florida and maybe Iowa too. But there was no red wave except out of those two spots. And with what's been going on right now, it looks like Biden's going to win. And plus, I forgot there was this poll, I believe. I forget what it's called. But it was like um, whether or not who people think by, who is going to win the presidency. Trump fell off the list and Biden's at the top list. And DeSantis is just a little on the list, just barely on the list. And Biden's well ahead. Most people believe Biden's going to win. And from what I've seen, seeing, he's clearly going to win. He's going to. There's no one that can stop him. From what's been go with what's been going on these this past past year, there's no way no anyone can stop him. Like if inflation, the economy being bad, um, with the I, with um the Afghanistan withdrawal, with the Ukraine war, if that can't hurt the Democrats and Biden with 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 um in the election, nothing will. There's just nothing that can happen. So it's just going to get more and more. Sorry, get sorry, guys, about the audio that ha that keeps happening. There's nothing I can do to stop that. I'm back. To, I'm back now. So yeah, sorry about that. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't tell us anything. These polls do. Like um, most people probably would um, and and here, DeSantis is probably more ahead because 
Trump has gotten a little wild. And because with what happened with the midterms, more and more people are going for DeSantis. I would still prefer Trump because for strategic reasons, but I just don't think he can he can win anymore. DeSantis may be the best shot, but if I were DeSantis with seeing what's going on right now, I wouldn't run because I don't see how Biden can lose in 2024. I, I just don't see how he can lose. So I don't, I wouldn't, if I were DeSantis, I wouldn't even run until 2028, till Biden's no longer can run again. So yeah, the campaign has not begun. No, it has not. Trump just announced his intent to run for re-election in 2024. DeSantis just won a jaw-dropping re-election campaign in, in what used to be a vital swing state. Not anymore. It's not a swing state anymore. Florida used to be a purple state. If it did lean anywhere, it would lean blue. Not anymore. It's a full-on deep red state, and I'm glad about that. <laughs> but DeSantis has not yet announced his decision on a presidential bid. He probably... He, 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 I think he will. He's going to announce that because, like him, he has the momentum right now. So, if he doesn't announce it, will he lose all of his momentum? Who knows? It's like it's like in WWE with the analogy, a WWE analogy, like with wrestlers. Like whenever wrestlers get hot and build momentum, like um, if if you like um make the put a stop to it for even for a moment, they lose that momentum and like um they don't regain it back again. Like if a wrestler who's gaining a lot of momentum and loses a weird match that he shouldn't lose. He loses his momentum. Even if he tries to get, even if things some swing back and forth, swing back to him, he does. It's not the same. He doesn't have the momentum as he used to. So yeah, yeah. Until the campaign begins, not nothing. Nothing means nothing. No, it truly does not. The polls are useless, but things are happening that are worthy of note. And the polls were useless in the midterms. It clearly was. It showed certain things would swing for the Republicans and, and high, highly. And not, and it went the opposite way, the complete opposite way. So, yeah, it's getting pretty, pretty disturbing right here. <laughs> the first is that Trump seems as vulnerable as ever as he was, and he truly is. Trump's personal 2022 um, candidate picks, especially in Pennsylvania and Georgia, are seen as many costing the GOP a Republican Senate. Was it Trump's fault, though? They weren't... Oz and Herschel Walker weren't the best candidates. They were not. I think. I think. Uh, I think um, Oz lost because, like, um, he because it was easy for them to attack him because he was a celebrity and he wasn't even from Pennsylvania. So, and Herschel Walker, as you guys know, he's not the best. Then again, like um, Biden and Fetterman, they have cognitive issues. Herschel Walker, he has his own little issues. But then you also look into all the um, women that he's been with and like um. A lot of um, potentially children he's fathered from what I, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's just been that's just what, what's been going cycling in the media. Like um, like what I'm talking about is like that abortion thing. Like um, uh, an ex girlfriend of his came out and said that he paid for an abortion or something like that. That tells you something right there. So yeah, celebrity. What he Trump should not have gone with the celebrity picks. Like I st the Kathy Barnett would have been much better than Oz, but then again, maybe it would have been even easier for them to attack Kathy Barnett than it would have been Oz. It was easy for them to attack Oz, but maybe Kathy Barnett would have been much easier because she was a MAGA candidate, and they, they would just say, "Oh, she's she's a Trump person," like um, she's a she's a racist white supremacist, premises like Candace Owens or Larry Elder. It could have been even easier for them to do that. So I don't know if it was the right choice or not, but yeah, yeah. 
Trump's gubernatorial candidates in Pennsylvania and Arizona also failed to win elections and seemed winnable. Republican Carrie, Carrie Lake is contesting Arizona. And yeah, she is. And like, it's clearly obvious what happened with her in Arizona. Blake Masters, I think he clearly lost. Like, I liked Masters, but I wasn't the biggest fan of him. So yeah, I he, there's I don't think I don't I didn't ex, I didn't expect him to win. Now Carrie Lake, I expected her to win, and I think she she won to me clearly. And with all the problems that happened in Maricopa County, it's clearly obvious that she clear that she won the election. And but yeah, it's getting pretty pretty dark right here. Fair, fairly or not, Trump has been damaged by this, and he has been. After all, his whole aurora revolves around, are you tired of winning? So, yeah. Then there was a Trump, Trump's disastrous, disastrous Mar-a-Lago meal with Kanye West and Nick Fuentes. No one honestly believes Trump is a bigot or anti-Semitism. The media does. They they just attack him for it. Or maybe they don't even believe it. They're just so desperately trying to make him look bad because they don't want him running again. So, yeah. But he looked foolish. And he probably – he looked foolish for hosting Kanye. But then, again, that was before Kanye um, has become – turned into what he is right now. And he didn't know, even know Nick who Nick Fuentes was. And he didn't even expect Milo to come because he hadn't talked to him in years. So, Yeah. But he looked foolish like a sucker. Why? Because he was suckered. And now, once again, due to an unforced error, he's explaining rather than campaigning, looking back instead of forward. That's the problem. Kanye, well, at least Milo for certainly, I was trying to say, pretty much I was trying to say, I was trying to attack the Trump by, by making sure he cannot win, by trying to get back at him. Because guess what? By getting back at him, he was making sure he cannot win in 2024. And he, I think he succeeded. That made me pretty angry at Milo because he did that. I, oh, I don't. I still am very, very angry at Milo because he cost us 2024 before we even get to 2023. So yeah, you clearly see what's going on right now. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of looking back, Trump seems more interested in re-fighting the 2020 presidential campaign than moving the country forward. Yeah, like he did say, like um, he thinks he should be reinstated as president. I believe he should be because of what happened in 2020. I think because the election was clearly stolen from him. But like that's not, because you announced you're running for president in 2024, you can't be looking back at 2020 at this moment then. You can't be. And when, and when you say that, say that you're making yourself look bad now. That's, like, man, I, I don't understand why he's doing this. Like, maybe he's trying to do something different. I don't know. <sighs> But like Milo said in the first time he went on Tim's show, Tim Pool's show, he says, if Trump gets his mojo back, he can win. I Because like, like and when and talking about his mojo, his 2016 mojo, as Trump in 2020 was not the same guy as he was in 2016. Because in 2016, he ran more as an independent, even though he was, he, he even though he was technically a Republican, he ran more as an independent, which that appealed to voters. In 2020, he ran more closer to as a Republican, which that possibly hurt him with some of the voters. So, yeah. And he's still looking back at this right now. So, we got to, he has, he's not looking forward to the 2024 election at this moment. He's looking more um, at, um, at 2020, which he can't be doing that, man. We have to look forward to, forward to the future at this moment. So, yeah. His obsession, with, um, um, which includes in, uh, him advocating for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution, isn't the top concern of the GOP primary voters worried about record inflation, violent crime wave, 
and and brown shirting for all our security services. Some, yeah, some stuff in schools. Um, I'm not going to say that right there. Stuff that's in schools, you can probably look through the words right there. If you're watching the video, you can see what that says. But um, something in schools, you can some something. Let's just say something inappropriate in schools. We'll say that right there. <laughs> And even more than a million illegal aliens being allowed into the country to replace law-abiding Americans. Yeah. Like I said, the great replacement theory, it's not a theory, it's a fact. They're trying to replace us not just with votes, but also with electoral votes too, so they cannot lose again. That's just what they're doing. <sighs> Trump's biggest problem is, however, is DeSantis. And yeah, and Trump knows that and has not yet figured out how to lay a glove on the guy. Like I said, will tr does this mean a whole lot? I don't know. Well, it actually does mean a whole lot. I mean, because um, DeSantis is the is a threat to Trump, and Trump knows that. That's why he's been attacking DeSantis, and DeSantis like he's been ignoring it because like he knows like um he doesn't even need to say anything because Trump is making himself look bad by doing that. So yeah. Mm -hmm. For for example, last month when Trump called DeSantis de sanctimonious. At one of his MAGA rallies, like I was like, "Come on, man! You can't be doing that! You can't be doing that, Trump!" And he still did that, which um, that may have ruined some even a few more of his chances. That went over like a rat rat in a birthday cake. This isn't 2016, you see. Trump isn't running against establishment stooges and doing doing nothing. U.S. senators, DeSantis is the real deal—a crusading gov governor who turned a purple state bright red. Got. COVID rights, refuses, unlike Trump, to do business with the corporate media and gets things done. So, yeah. For the last two years, while Trump has been complaining about the past, DeSantis has been fighting in defeating the left, including uber-powerful multinational corporations like Disney. No one had the balls, to, would have the ball, you never would think someone would have the balls to stand up to Disney, but DeSantis did. And, like, he's gotten so much pushback from, from it, and he has not backed down from it. That just tells you what kind of person DeSantis is. DeSantis might not have declared himself a 2024 presidential candidate, but he is running a very smart, um, smart stealth campaign. And he is. He's going. He's almost certainly going to run, in my opinion. While Trump is explaining away breaking bread with an um, unrepresented racist and anti-sentiment, DeSantis is launching an investigation into the COVID vaccine. That's a good thing that he's doing. No one else would have the balls to do that, but DeSantis does. That tells you a whole lot right there. While Trump rages away on Truth Social, which um, I'm glad there's more free speech platforms out there, but Truth Social is the same thing like Gab, Minds, Parler, Clout Hub, all of them. It's an echo chamber. I hate this. I don't want to say it, but that's it. Just is like there's no way around it. It's an echo chamber. Yeah. DeSantis is shipping illegal aliens out of his state, and so is Greg Abbott. So yeah, that and though both those governors are have balls to do that. Those guys are are smart and great governors, and the fact they can they're doing that that shows how what kind of governor people they are. Trump talks. DeSantis acts. Well, and like I said, with, with DeSantis and Abbott, DeSantis acts. Um, Abbott a lot of times talks. He he does act, but not nearly as much as he talks, though. So yeah, he, he like I said, he's not the best governor in the country. DeSantis is the best. Now Abbott, if he turns some stuff around, he would be he could become almost as close to DeSantis as possible. He's still a great governor, in my opinion. He's one of the best, but like he's still 
he still has some a little stuff he could like improve right there. Like he needs to act a little more than he does. He he talks to him a little more, but like but he still at least has a balance of um uh, acting. He just needs to do more acting than he is talking at the moment. So yeah. Trump complains, go um DeSantis governs. Yeah, that has been happening. Trump steps all over his First Amendment rollout with ninety-nine digital, ninety-nine dollar digital trading cards of himself calling of himself. I'm sorry about that. Trump steps all over his First Amendment rollout with ninety-nine dollar digital trading cards of himself. Digital. So it's not even so it's not even physical stuff. It's just digital. That part I did not know. I did not know it was is only digital stuff. I thought this was like real trading cards. It's digital though. So, yes, like, this tells me uh, something weird going on right here. Something pretty weird. <sighs> DeSantis doesn't make these mistakes, but none of that matters. If Ron DeSantis wants to be president in 2024, and I just don't think no Republican can be, it'll it's going to be Biden clearly, in my opinion. He will have to declare his candidacy and then go out and campaign and also go out to the, um, the Republican primaries, too, because that's going to be happening. Clearly, that means going to going toe to toe, eyeball to eyeball with with Trump, with one of the um, shreddedest polit politicians this country has ever seen and a former president with an amazing track record. Well, I don't call him former president. I call him president because like, he's still the legitimate president, in my opinion. Yeah. Once DeSantis declares, if he does, you can throw the polls away and forget all about Kanye, Fuentes, and the rest. I disagree with that part. That part I disagree. You cannot look away from Kanye, Fuentes, and Milo. You just can't, in my opinion. Like not like even McConnell. Well, McConnell, we all no one likes McConnell, but McConnell and McCarthy. And I, no one likes McCarthy either. They're even though Trump endorsed both of them at times, they're turning against Trump because of this dinner he had with Kanye, Milo, and Fuentes. So. That tells you something right. Another thing right there, Trump, that dinner ruined Trump more than people realize. It's it was it's much more worse than people can even imagine. If that dinner hadn't happened and this trading and this some um, big trading card thing wasn't announced, Trump, I think, would win in 2024. Oh, and also he would have to get back on Twitter, too, as well. I forgot to add that because like, if he's not on if he wasn't start posting on Twitter, he wouldn't win because like um. Like I said, true social, as much as I like the free speech on there, it's still an echo chamber. And like um, Twitter, it has uh, you have to go to Twitter to get also um, go directly to not just the right, but also to the left, too, to swing some people from the left to voting for you. You just have to do that. And Trump's not doing that for whatever reason. I don't know why. I don't know why he's thinking truth is the, is the place to post instead of not just posting other places. Why can't he just post not on just on truth, but also on 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 Twitter as well? Why? That I don't understand why he's not posting there as well when he should be. I can't figure it out, guys. Like, who knows what is going on? I don't know what's going on in Trump's head at this moment, but yeah, it, his ego is building up a little more than I thought. It, it it just is. DeSantis will win or lose based on his his metal metal and ability to ability to defeat Trump in the ring. Trump would destroy DeSantis, but like um. Like I said, because of this dinner and the trading card announcement and Trump not being on Twitter, DeSantis would win the Republican primaries. He would, in my in my view right now. Well, okay, I, Trump may win the Republican primaries. He still might do that, but he would not win the presidency. DeSantis would have a good would have a chance at winning the presidency in the Republican primaries. He would be. At least that's how I'm viewing it. Maybe you guys view it differently, but that's just my opinion how I'm viewing it. Mm -hmm. 
DeSantis is undoubtedly the most serious threat Trump has ever faced in his own party. And that's an understatement. No one has even come close to DeSantis as being the biggest threat to Trump in the Republican prime in the Republican party. But the DeSantis v. Trump race is still a jump ball. There have been all kinds of impressive governors who fall apart in the presidential um, firestorm. Like um, George W. Bush, like even though he won the presidency, he was an awful president in my in my view. Uh, who else? Um, there was a few others. I'm, I'm uh, Reagan. Oh, well, Reagan was a great president. My mistake, because he was um like the governor of California, I believe, for for a bit, and like um he was a great president, one of the best presidents we've ever had, other than maybe um the Immigration Control Act. But Reagan did say later in his life he regretted doing that. So yeah, you could say that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, things are getting pretty more, a lot more interesting. It's going to get. I'm I'm curious what's going to be happening in the next coming year or two. It's going to get pretty pretty interesting. So yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm gonna wrap this video up right now. I've been going on for like an hour. Um, I got a yeah. It's going to be pretty interesting going in the Ford. I I uh, I'm going to be trying to do this podcast more often again. Like I said, the podcast is no longer on YouTube because I've been permanently banned, and I still don't even know why I was. No one, I Twitter. I mean, YouTube will not even tell me why. They won't tell me why, and they won't even t- tell me which episode it was. So, yeah, I just got to continue going on with what I'm doing right now. I'm still doing the show. Um, I'm just doing it on Rumble now. And also, um, I can say a whole lot more stuff because Rumble is actually a free speech platform, unlike YouTube. So, yeah, that's actually one of the benefits. Like, I can say a whole lot more stuff now because I don't have to self-censor on YouTube anymore. On YouTube anymore. I can say whatever I want, and I'm glad I can do that because, like, Rumble is a free speech platform from what I've been saying. So, yeah, it's really good right here. (laughs) All right, guys, make sure to like this video and follow me here on Rumble and subscribe to me here on Rumble because I'm trying to grow, regrow my audience, trying to rebuild it. It's like I had like 90, 98 subscribers on my YouTube channel and I'm trying to rebuild it, rebuild that here on Rumble, trying to get bigger. I'm trying to rebuild my audience, even grow my audience even more than it was on YouTube. So, yeah. Also, follow me on all the other um, 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 social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, Minds, Gab, Gab, and um, Cloud Hub too, and I'm not and Instagram as well. To do that as well. Also, follow me on all the other podcast platforms as well because I'm I'm still trying to, I'm still posting my my episodes there. I'm trying to grow the platform as well on there. I, I've been getting a lot more views on um, the podcast platforms lately, so that's a pretty good thing right there. Yeah, it's getting really really good. <laughs> And also follow me on BitChute if this video gets uploaded to BitChute. Uh, like I said, I don't know if it will. It may. It may not. I don't know. But yeah, also follow me there on BitChute as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, guys. This is Ray, the host of the Ray Infinity Show podcast. This has been episode number 86. Catch you guys later. Peace.